Today, speaking of warriors, uh, Abram and the War of Kings. That is the title of the sermon. We see Abram lived quietly until he was drawn into the War of Kings. His nephew Lot, who lived in Sodom, take note, if you were with us in the last few Sundays, Abram said, let there be peace between us, nephew, brother. Our men are fighting. We don't want them to fight. Let's have peace. Choose. The land is big. If you choose the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. And Lot, the younger one, tried to take advantage of his uncle and chose the valley where there's a lot of water near Sodom and Gomorrah, and the Bible put a note there, who were evil people. So he chose what seemed to be more prosperous, but putting himself at risk in the midst of evil people. And uh, Abram took what was left. And uh, Lot, trying to get the advantage of money and business, found himself actually in Sodom, because there seemed to be more opportunity there. One lesson we will learn today is, doesn't mean there's opportunity that, that is from the Lord. Doesn't mean it looks good, we should take it. Doesn't mean it's more prosperous, we should take it. In fact, I think Lot was also out of place. He should have deferred. You know the word defer? It's a value. It's an ethical value where you are with an older person who brought you from your land, took care of you to show the land where he'll be. And instead of showing deference, instead of saying deference, Uncle Abram, uh, you have helped me all this time. Why don't you choose? Instead of doing that, Lot made a choice to, to have the more prosperous area. He was captured together with the people of Sodom by the four eastern kings, who, by the way, came from Babel. And uh, they ransacked Sodom and Gomorrah. Why? Sodom and Gomorrah was part of the five kings who rebelled. The four kings subdued them 14 years ago from that text we read, and subdued them to take, to take taxes. You see, that area is a trade area. It's much like the Silk Road. It's much like the South China Sea, where ships pass. It's a major trade thoroughfare. Therefore, the four kings, the eastern kings, tried to subdue it so that they can collect taxes. But on the 13th year, the five kings of Sidim, of the Sidim Valley, said, no more. And it was construed as a rebellion. Therefore, on the 14th year, the four kings of the east came. And uh, in payment, they ransacked Sodom and Gomorrah and took its people, and that included Lot. So, Abram, well, I'd like to say that was the biggest mistake of the four eastern kings. They did not know who Lot was. They didn't know the uncle. So, uh, but a captive got free and told Abram, the Hebrew, what happened to Lot. So, there was this war going on, not very far, and then Abram founds out. And uh, when Abram found out that his nephew, instead of saying, well... He made his bed, therefore he must lie in it. In Filipino, that means, or let me translate, that means, 
Well, he chose that. Let him bear the consequence. Why should I help him? Instead of doing that, he was still family. And therefore, uh, as family, he went out and saved Lot. And uh, the good thing here is Abram obviously prepared. He was prepared for that thing. Immediately, he called upon his three allies. They were brothers, but they are also chiefs of that place, namely Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre. And they joined him. He prepared an alliance because he knew that these things might happen. Abram had foresight. Can you say the word foresight? Excuse me. That will be on the video too. Okay. <laughs> he had foresight that these things might happen. Therefore, he had allies, but not only allies. He had 318 trained men probably to protect his flocks because he was rich in animals, but also as bodyguards because he, is, he was a nomad. He wasn't traveling from place to place until he settled. He is nomad anymore. He settled with 318 trained men. Now, can 318 men defeat the four kings of the East? I believe Abram, Abram had faith, yet at the same time, I think he believed he could. And if you look at it, I believe he could. We, believe we can say he could. Why? These four eastern kings have been fighting off little tribes until they fought the five kings of Sidim. They were war-weary. They were tired. They slowed down because they ransacked a lot, carried some people along that made them slower, so Abram believed he could pursue, and he could reach them, and he could wage war. And Abram traveled 322 kilometers, and they, he, they caught up with them in Dan. Okay, It's like going north. It's like going to Manila, almost Manila, like 322 without bus or plane or car. That, that, that was a long travel, right? And you know, Abram is amazing. He's much older than us. Yeah, and he traveled that far. And uh, when they reached Dan, Ad Abram had strategy. So he divided his forces in two. And he attacked at night, of course. Never face an enemy head-on that is more powerful in number. You have to know the land, the lay of the land, and use it to your advantage. He used night as cover. And uh, with two forces, he was able to attack and actually win to a point that some even fled. And after 100 more kilometers, he caught up with those who fled at Hoba. God made Abram victorious. God made Abram victorious in this war. Five kings could not defeat the four eastern kings. The five kings of Sidim could not defeat the kings of Babel. But Abram was able to do so. So Abram saved Lot and all the people with their belongings. But take note of this. Abram wouldn't fight if not for Lot and his foolishness of being in the middle of Sodom. Because of Lot's foolishness, Abram was drawn into the fight 
and he was victorious. But let me say, remind you of a promise of God to Abram. God said in chapter 12, I will make your name great. That was a promise. I will make your name great. Take note, Abram, you will not make your name great. God says, I will make your name great. You see, there's a big difference between us making ourselves great, full of self-promotion, full of uh, narcissism. Look how great I am, how good I am. I am so skillful at this. Haven't you noticed? Uh, you should vote for me instead. Haven't you noticed that I should be the one next promoted? I am great and I will make my name great. That is too human, too secular. In God's ways, it's not that way. God's ways are much higher than our ways. Abraham had no concern of promoting himself. It was God who was lifting him up. At this particular time, Abram was prepared. You see, Abram fought the kings because of Lot. Sometimes God will use a lot in your life to bring out your strength. So praise God for all your relatives, including the foolish ones. Oh, some of you are smiling and reacting. Uh, I know someone, I know someone. Or some of you are smiling. Oh, that's me, that's me. <laughs> so there are lots in our lives that may bring out the best in us. Instead of Abram just saying, let him be and let him die. Let him be a slave all his life because he was foolish. Instead, he came and saved him. So, what are the things we can learn from this story? Number one, let us remember Lot. He chose the seemingly more prosperous part, yet not seeing the danger that goes with it. Not all opportunities are danger-free. We have to see the danger. So Lot went there, not keeping a safe distance from the world. So let us learn from Lot and make sure we keep safe distance from the world. One lesson we shared is what? Love not the world. Can you say it again with me? Love not the world. Again, love not the world. Say it again. Love not the world. Okay, one more time. All together now. One, two, three. Love not the world. New Testament says whoever is a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Love not the world. How can you say if you love the world? If God is not first. If the Bible does not rule your decisions, you love the world more. If you put your needs first compared to the kingdom of God who promised he will take care of you or he will give you everything you need if you seek his righteousness first. Instead of living by faith, instead of sight, we panic, we do things that we must not do, we make decisions that are anti-biblical, therefore, let me warn you, there will be consequences, lot kind of consequences. There is always a consequence if you play with the world. There is always a consequence if you are attracted to the beauty of the world, especially its material beauty, without putting God first. But if God is first, then what? Like Abram, you shall be enriched in his way, not your way. 
he will lift your name high for his name's sake, not for the sake that, not just for the sake that he wants you to be great, because it, it glorifies him. Have a safe distance from the world. Can you say to the person beside you, love not the world? Please do not forget that. Another application is this. We must quietly build our strength so that we may be prepared. Because God blesses us with many things. We are blessed with food, money to buy food. We are blessed with time. We thank God. I believe no one here is or doesn't have to be overworked. It's your choice. You can actually rearrange your schedule so you have time for God. All of us can claim to be busy. I'm one of them. Um, we can all claim to be busy or we can choose, Lord, I trust you. I cannot give as much time for this project, but I want to excel. I want to deliver to my clients, yet give me wisdom so I can arrange my time. Therefore, I learn to do less so I can deliver more. You know what that means? Sometimes I had to say no to clients. So the clients I already said yes to would really be impressed, hopefully impressed, because I was able to give more time to it. And being able to take care of my time means we can give uh, time to the Lord as well. Quietly build your strength. I love that. Abram was under the radar. He didn't have to announce. He didn't have to announce to the kings, hey, I'm a warlord too. I am chief. He never claimed to be chief, but he was prepared when it was needed. Unlike in this day of social media, every little victory is broadcasted to everyone. Every little gain, every little promotion, every uh, little mot motorcycle bought, every little car bought is just say, look. Now, there's a difference between praising God, honoring God, but we have to watch the motives of our heart. And uh, uh, there's a difference between bragging because you want attention and affirmation from others versus you just want to thank God. And if you want to thank God publicly, that's nice too. But I do suggest don't let everybody know who you are or what your strength is. Because if they knew that Abraham was strong, these four kings, like in the other tribes, would have, could have invaded him first. They invaded the little tribes before they reached Sidim. But Abram was under the radar. They didn't know who he was. They didn't know his strength because his people were guarding the flocks. Good strategy, guard the flock. But then when it was time for war, they were trained for war. You understand? Do you understand now why we have the endurance camp? That's a joke. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not preparing for any foreign invasion or whatever. I just want uh, our, our children to be strong. That's it. Able to defend their families. Uh, able to defend their tribes if the need arises. So quietly build your strength. Do not waste the blessings of God. Sometimes God will bless you with many things, but instead of eating well, we invest more, not invest, waste money more on junk food at times, 
or what else? We overspend to a point that we are not able to, to build healthy lives or we do not invest in the future or probability of, of a famine. When God gives you blessings, quietly build your strength. We must quietly build our strength. Not lose it all and hope the next month's salary will cover the whole month again. And uh, for me, this is what I want to happen. Of course, some of us in business have liabilities because we dared uh, much and we are also in liability. And I know what that means and I know how it is to get out of there. But it's also good to dream high. That's wonderful. But never, never neglect building your own strength. Let us say it together so we don't forget. Quietly build my strength. Say it. Say to a family member, quietly build our strength. God blesses us. Let us make ourselves stronger. If you have money, there are so many things you can do. You can invest in knowledge, God's knowledge, the Bible. You can invest in, in uh, more studies if you are into studies. Or maybe you can discipline yourself to love learning so that your, your expertise can develop. Uh, uh, attend seminars, invest in them, or even in your own physical fitness. Become stronger. Quietly build our strength. Let us not waste the blessings of God of every day. Even spiritual blessings. Uh, uh, in our membership, all members are allowed to look at our books and uh, we always make sure we have reserve there, enough reserve for GCF. Though we do need to buy a lot of things, but we are slow on buying things because we prefer like, uh, praise God, we, today we just visited Pulangi and, uh, and 40 men. Was it men? Mixed, mixed already. Mixed. So, but uh, mixed people, 40 people attended today. And that's Pulangi Albay because there were some who were attending here. Three sisters uh, approached us and said, we want uh, to, we need your help. We want to establish a church there for our own employees. And uh, wow, uh, okay. We prayed about it, talked about it. And uh, praise God, we have... One, we have the van for it, praise God. Uh, we have the van for it. We've got the manpower for it. And we need more manpower, by the way, and we need more vans. Uh, oh, we also need new air conditioning. Isn't it hot? Yeah, it's kind of warm uh, because it's, aside from it's summer, we're, we're getting full. But by God's grace, quietly build our strength. We must make sure our church is strong, our families are strong. So that what? You know, some families do not build their strength. When it is fiesta, they spend everything and even borrow money. These are the lots of the world, right? They have to even borrow money. Come tuition day, they have to borrow money again for tuition. If they just did not spend much, Some feel that they feel obligated to always have a handaan, whether it's a birthday, anniversary, or fiesta. The weird thing is there's a fiesta for a barangay. There's even a fiesta for a town. Right? 
And all these balikbayans, they demand uh, uh, money for food and drink. So if you're a balikbayan, you work hard outside and they demand from you, do not give in. You can just say, okay, I'll have a small gathering here and that's all. Okay, if they have to demand from you, train them not to demand. I'm sorry, I'm smiling because uh, I, I get this a lot when I would come from, you know, Manila, visit the province. I, people say these things to me. So I always kept saying no. Therefore, whenever they see me, they give up already. You know? Oh, and Hey, na. Because they're, they're not used to it. Somebody asked my help. I said, uh, for money. I said, I have a lot of calamansi. You want to help me sell it? And she didn't want. So, so what? You want my money, but you don't want to work hard for it? I'm helping you. Quietly build your strength. Do not waste it. Some of you love helping people to a point you don't help your family anymore. That is not good as well. You owe your family the future. We build the future now. And after your family, the earth belongs to the Lord. We must take responsibility of the earth. We must help change the earth. We must help improve the ecology the people around, quietly build our strength, not just for us and our family. That is too selfish. In this case, Abram was drawn into the war, but he was able to help so many people who were taken captive. So his blessing was not only for himself. As God said, you shall be a blessing. You shall be blessed and you shall be a blessing to the families of the earth. So that happens at this point. Abram quietly building his strength, then it was time and God allowed him to be introduced. And what a way to be introduced, right? What a way to be introduced. He was forced to fight and he won. Can you imagine the, four, the five kings of the valley saying, who's that? Abram of Mamre. Where's that? Who's Abram? As somebody's uncle who, who goes to the city. Somebody's uncle. Who? A guy named Lot. What's he doing here if he had an uncle like that? It was time. At the right time, you don't need to introduce yourself to the world. It is he who shall do it. You do not need to promote yourself, push, pull for the blessing inside to come to you in a selfish manner. It is God who shall do it in his way. And there's the big difference between the motivational speakers of the world and the self-help books of the world and what the Bible says. The Bible says, trust God. Work hard, yes. Build God's blessing. But it is He in His time, in His way. So friends, let us not be eager to promote ourselves. Let God do it. There's a, a, also a book in the book of wisdom that says that do not praise your own self. Let others do it. If you want to praise yourself, uh, do it with your wife. Honey, do you think I'm handsome? Yeah, do it with your wife. That's okay. Okay, do you think I'm, uh, I, I speak well, honey? Yes, do it with your wife, okay? Uh, don't do it out here. Because it's distasteful. 
it is so despicable that we try to look intelligent when then we are, we are proven to be not. When we claim wisdom, yet we are proven fools. Uh, we'd like to say that I'm not as intelligent as you might think, but I try to study as much as I can. There's a big difference. That's why people who oversell something, I find it as a turn off. Rather than finding my need and matching that value to my need, that makes me easy to buy. Some salesmen, like, they spoke to me an hour, and I said, you done? Yeah, I'm done. You can go. I'm not buying. Because he didn't ask me first what I needed. He just bragged on to say how great this company was, how great the product was. I'm not buying. But if you can find this, this is what I need. Ah, then we're talking. Then we're talking. So friends, quietly build your strength. Remember this, faith and victory go together, right? As testing and blessing go together, all right? Faith and worship goes together. Abraham was a man of faith. He always set up altars to worship God. Faith and victory comes together. God wants to give us victory. He already gave us victory in the spiritual realm for our souls, he also wants to give us victory on the earthly realm, like Abram. He was given victory on the earthly realm. He wants to give you and me victory here as well, but there must be faith. Like Abram, we must believe that God will keep his promises in his way. God said to Abram, I will make your name great. So, Oh, God said he will make my name great, so wait on the Lord and he will do it. Abraham didn't have to put tarpaulins everywhere, right? On every corner with his face saying, Abram here, hello. No need. No need. So please improve your Facebook statuses, please. Uh, share something that builds the world, that improves the world. Not more on... Uh, how pretty you look. <laughs> Faith and victory come together. May it be the Lord who makes your name great and not your Facebook page. Let us pray. Father in heaven, thank you. We praise your name as you have promoted Abram in your way. So Lord, teach us to be humble like Abram under the radar because your word says he who humbles himself shall be exalted. And it is you who exalts, not us. He who lifts himself up shall be humbled. So we do not, Lord, want to be that. Make us wise in our decisions to be away from the world, to have safe distance from the world and the people of the world, for there are always consequences to it. Teach us to be like Abram, able to worship you, undisturbed, focused on you, building the nation that you called him to build, building the, the blessing, using the blessings you have given. And Lord, you have called us for your kingdom, to build your kingdom, to make disciples of all nations. So teach us, Lord, to use the blessings you give us, the wealth you give us, the intelligence you give us, the strength you give us, the energy that you give us. Teach us, Lord, to use these, that we may build your kingdom, that we may bless many nations of the earth, that we may disciple many people.
to God be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.